What? Oh, go ahead and talk first. Why don't you take the first start to this podcast? Okay, because our- hey, Mike, how you doing, buddy? Welcome back to Paul's podcast with Mike. Me because I'm already sick of it, and I'm already sick of you. All right. What do you mean you're already sick of it? I'm sick of finding you know what out what happens when there's moving truck right outside of your place. It's parallel parked into the parking spot. Why do they have moving trucks that are parking? Look, are you moving, Mike? Move. I'm not moving anywhere. People are, are you, moving. You got something to tell me that you didn't want to tell me earlier, and now you're going to say it. Does it look like I'm moving? You're actively in my house right now. Does it look like anything's packed up okay well i just want to say that i'm a good friend and you are you know full of lies might be doing things that you don't want to be doing to me i don't want to be doing i there's a lot of things i don't want to be doing right now <laughs> let me tell you that right now okay listen okay it's been a while what's going on with you well different things have happened i've been so speaking to my new talker th- talker talker Talk guy, that guy. Sure. he's doing really good with me getting me f- sorted out onto my thinky speechy patterns yeah got some things going i learned about here's one of them that i learned about you want to hear about it yeah okay if you take soup and you put it you inject it soup jacked and then if you take it and you pre-date it on a kit with a kit of parts of pieces, subject and pre-date kit, you can you can come up with different types of sentences that make more sense. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like a subject and a predicate. That's what I just said. Yeah. Okay. Subject and predate kit. Subject. Can you give me an example? Yes. So you pre-date chicken noodle. Take it up, put it into syringe. Or do you like tomato bisque better? Uh, I'm more of like a, a chowder. wild rice man, kind of. Okay, wild rice soup. Take it up, put it into syringe. Take it in, pull on syringe. It pulls on soup into syringe. Is that how that science works? <laughs> it pulls? <laughs> then you take that soup jacked and you put it over and it comes before you pre- Put it onto a date between two people. You say, would you like some soup to them? And then you say, I have a kit. And you pull out a small little okay. shot glass. This is, and you... This is going in circles. All right. Uh, I'm already sick of soup. Uh, what else has been going on? Anything new? Well, one thing that's happening big that you probably don't know too much about is that the world's going through big change right now. What change? It's always going through some kind of change. It's always some kind of warming... Or party, mm-hmm. or world leader, mm-hmm. or, you know, like it's spinning really fast. I'm talking about Ashley Ivers. Who's that? Angel Ingebretson. I don't know who that is. Arctic Interests. Oh. Who, who? Avalanche Ice House. Assholes Incorporated. Yeah? Art in... Inside, you talking about AI, different AI. That's what I'm talking about, baby. And so today we are going to be introducing the third member of the podcast for the first time. No. Yep. We don't need a new person. We do need a new person, and that person's name. I don't know if they're they they are they. I think I believe they are C Hat Gibbet. They is what C Hat Gibbet. C Hat Gibbet. Yep. C Hat Gibbet. Okay. Yep. What's why? Well, C Hat Gibbet is a guy who talks to you on computer pipe and tells you ideas. Right, and he's been. Have you been getting new ideas from this? Well, we're going to try him out today. We're going to try out talking with C Hat Gibbet. I think what you're talking about is this new AI program called Chat 
GPT. Have we sunk so long to do a chat beat GPT episode? We're just going to find out what kind of stuff they have going on for us. Okay, okay I have God, a few God. ideas. All right, talking with C Hat Kipich, and we were coming up with some ideas together. And so that's all that's going on. So it's a little bit of a collaboration. Like when Supreme made Nike shoes or whatever that kind of thing happened. Or when they put the blood in the bottom of the soles of the shoes for that one guy to turn into Devil Man. Yeah. shoes or when tiffany's made shoes or something it doesn't involve shoes but those are the only collaborations i can think about right now or collabs who did, who did or osiris those were cool shoes yep so we today are doing a collab okay at first first i just feel like i should slow down and i just i feel like i just want to say i'm sorry i've been a little stressed out this week why you've been just stressed out what happened Nothing, did you, it's just been a did lot you of find out compounding things i've been testing out this new dog miss marple who's who's trying to who's Pretty good, pretty talented, but it's just like a little like strong, high strong kind of thing. Mm, that's your dog, is it? You've been testing out that dog on crimes. Yeah, just like like how does it work? How does how does she do her thing? Like you know, with like sleight of mouth. She's you know, like do you know, playing dead. Do you know what the name Miss Marple means, buddy? Let me just tell you something. She likes Marple syrup. No, it means that she's a detective. She's a detective. She's not a criminal. I have a detective dog in my house. And I was wondering where she was going. And now I'm finding out that you've taken her at five months old, my precious Miss Marple, and turned her into... Are you saying she's a snitch? She's a cop? She's a cop dog? It's in the name, You've never read about this? Okay, well, I didn't know. I'm not some kind of Agatha Christie nerd, you know. Okay... I don't even know why I would bring up Agatha Christie. Look, here's the thing: is that we got to deal with this. How? Why? When did you get a dog? Why did you make her a cop? This is my precious pup. She is, of course, she's a cop. She's very smart. She knows how to search for clues and things. Okay, and she finds stuff. Now, just because that she's a police officer, she's a dog police. Okay, so it doesn't really bother me. It might bother you since you happen to do a lot of dog crimes in the middle of a thing. Well, I do have a, a certain sense of like canine justice from my time with the wolves. So I would warn you. I'm just going to say that I don't know what kind of secrets you've been telling her on your little missions to go get crimes and things. She's five months old. She's very ambitious and anxious to go up in the ranks. Well, five months is like in dog years. That's like a moody teenager. Yep. So she's anxious to be going up the ranks in the detective agency. You think uh, she's just using me? She might be using it's you. It's like a point break situation. I'm. She's Keanu Reeves. I just. And ke- I'm sexy Patrick Swayze with a really good blonde wig on. I will keep I the bet chair. That wig. That's probably just all him, don't you think? I should take up surfing. I think I'm going through a midlife crisis. We should probably move on. I'm just going to say keep your chair in the fucking swivel, bud. That's all Mm. I'm saying here. Yeah. Okay. Although, we're not really doing dog crimes. We're doing people crimes with dogs. So she probably shouldn't... There's not like a crossover. Like, it's not like a, a problem of interest or whatever. Well, I guess it depends. Is a dog crime murder committed of a dog when dog dies? Or is dog crime... When somebody steals dog, or is dog crime when the dog steals a bone? Which one is a dog crime? Or are all three dog crime? What about if a dog takes a poster of a 1979 Chicago band something that's very nice in mint condition, brings it very nicely over to someone else, puts it in a heaping pile of stolen goods? Was that a crime or was that not a crime? That was a pretty good crime. Dog crime or person crime? I can bring back your Chicago poster if you really want. 
So you did take the Chicago poster. Well, it, it, I didn't specify which poster, but it was like an initiation thing. So Miss Marple took my Chicago poster and brought it to you? Yeah. Look, it's totally still very close to mint. There's like a couple of teeth marks on the edge. Overall, it's fine. That poster is worth probably more than anything else I own in the entire world. Did you know that about well, that poster? I don't own most much, so... I own many things. I own at least... 40? 40 what? Things. 40 things in general total? Yeah. I mean, that's fair enough. Look, uh, I'll, I'm going to keep an eye out. I think we got to be careful with your snitch dog, though. She's not a snitch dog. She's a smart dog. She's my dog. You fuck right off with that, taking my dog. Why don't you go find some kind of Rottweiler from some other well, part of town? What are you going to do? I've been looking don't, for my next Don't right take dog my partner. Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu? You Shih Tzu Don't head. call me a Shih Tzu because I'm, I'm a big dog. All right? I'm You're a pile of Shih Tzu. Why are you so mad? I'm mad She's a prodigy. She is... She's a force for good. She's supposed to counteract the evil that I do. Look, I'm sorry. I'll maybe probably not, but I'll I'll talk to Miss Marple and see what she wants to do with her. No, wife. I'll talk to Miss Marple. She's my fucking dog. I didn't even know you like dogs. You're always talking about oh, so it's more like feels like another thing where you're trying to get in on my thing where you're like all of a sudden oh you need a dog oh you have a dog. I've always all liked of a sudden dogs. you like dogs. I've never once indicated to you that dogs are not my thing. There's so many times on this podcast on the record that you're like I don't like dogs. I'm scared of dogs. You have been in multiple, like, standoffs with chihuahuas. I think you're talking about something else. I don't know. Someone else. Something else. All right. So we're, we're adding a robot to the team. Ask her what Miss Marple would do. Okay, listen. We're not talking about a robot or anything like that. We're yeah. talking about Seahat Gibbet. Okay. He's a guy or a girl. I'm not sure which one. But <clears throat> you ask him questions. You see what they think. And then they tell you what they think, and then you say, okay, and then I come back to you, and I show you what ideas he has. Okay. Or she has. I'm sorry, I keep genderizing C-Hat Gibbet. C-Hat, well, C-Hat seems kind of masculine to me, but, like, as a name, but, I, I mean, people have masculine names, and they're, you know, women. This seems like a can of worms. I think we yep. should just get into it. Okay, fine. Well, listen, I don't know. Let's just, let's just see what we can do here. Okay. Okay, listen to these crimes. All right. Oh, you've already done them. We're not asking new. We're not. Oh, do you want to ask some crimes together to that? Okay. Tell me what kind of crime you no, want to come up with. No, I don't want no. to get rid of your crimes. I just thought <clears throat> it was going to be a bit more interactive. I thought that people would like to know how it works. But no, you already pulled. I'm looking at it. Okay. You no, look it. See Hat Gibbet? He's online right now. Or she's online right now. Just, just to say chat gapped. So uh, what do you want to talk about to see Hat? Well, I don't know. You're the crime guy. Well, what kind of crime do you want to do today? Do you want to do a crime in the grocery store? No. Do you want to do a crime in a convenience store? Yeah. Okay. Like, you need to start the same thing. Wait, you tricked me. <laughs> okay, fine. What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Do you want to do a crime in one of those shows? Why is it beeping? Wait, hold on. Did we upset the robot? We didn't upset Because I don't really mess with AI. It's kind of like, I don't want them to take over. Just... Why don't you... You need to take on the focus bill, okay? And I'll show you what I mean. I have a very powerful focus with focus ability. All I know is that you're, we were talking about the chat gapped, and then it beeped, and then I didn't like that. Okay. Focus to me. Have you ever onto seen iRobot? You Terrifying. focus onto my eyes, Boomer, okay? And I will talk to C-Hat. Okay. You're like two years younger than me. Maybe. So listen. 
Why don't you tell me where you want to do your karate? All right. Um, it's like dog park. A lot of good, a lot of good, uh, you know, marks at the dog park, I've, I've noticed. This is great. This is a great recording. There's a lot of tap, tippy-tap typing. Well, listen, here is some crimes that would happen in a, in a dog park, okay? One, the case of stolen tennis balls. Goofball one, which would be you, an avid fetch enthusiast. Why do you call me a goofball? That seems like, uh, uh, like... I feel like this thing barely knows me, and it's like already starting off like with a tone, and I don't really like. What do you, what, what do you think? You, all of a sudden, you're so fucking smart, Mister Chappie Bjat. See, well, you don't know his name. That does make you a bit of a goofball there. Okay, so listen. Why don't you just listen to what Sea Hat has to say, and she'll tell you what to do for the crime. Okay. Are you falling in love with this thing? Goofball one, which is you, an avid fetch enthusiast, and Goofball two, like hit, which is. Also, oh. you, his clumsy sidekick. Okay, you could be number two, the clumsy sidekick. Mm, now I'm the first one. I do like fetch. They both desi- devise a plan to steal all the tennis balls from the dog park. See, already good ideas. Did you ever think about that? Stealing tennis balls from the dog park? I thought about it. It just didn't seem very viable until now. Their harebrained scheme involves wearing fake mustaches and disguising themselves as dogs. But the plan quickly unravels... Oh, well, let's not read that part just at the end there. Don't worry about the quickly unraveling part that happens. The quickly unravels... Yeah, this uh, chasing their own tails. Okay, did you... This is jokes. It's this not is like jokes. a joke spot. It's not jokes. It's a real. It's real crime. Also, are, are you? At, this, this is like a pre-programmed thing that you wrote because I, only you would come up with a mustache wearing crime. No. How about this one? Put on mustaches. Dress up like dogs. Go steal all the tennis balls. Why would the dog. dogs be wearing mustaches? Then what we can do is we can sell. Well, maybe they're schnauzers. Did you ever think about that? They have beards. Goatees at best. They don't wear mustaches. Then what we can do when we get about 50 or 1,000 tennis balls together is that I can make a giant sculpture out of them in a lake, okay? And what it's going to... Why does it have to be a lake? It's going to be the sculpture of a judge with his gavel, holding up his gavel, about to bang it down onto the thing. And it says, we will see you in court. Or will we? Because it's always got to be like a, a, a question, a metaphor. And the court is because it's tenable, tennis balls. Exactly. Tennis court, so court. now there's the, that's the artwork for you. What do you think about that? See, I'm a genius. I'm genius. And see how Gibbet is only helping me becoming more of a genius because she's smart too. What do you do? How much time have you spent alone with this thing recently? I've spent I like no time alone with this. Probably not too much. Let's go on to something else since, since you don't like it. All right. Okay. The Great Dog Treat Heist. Okay, these are like dog-specific crimes, but see, this is where like your your cop dog would come in and be like, "Who's got the treats?" Because they're you're, missing. You're the one who asked about dog park crimes. Wow. The mystery of the missing dog poop bags. The puzzling case of lost dog leashes. That's true. The hilarious case of the mismatched dog costume. See, these are jokes. See, what's hilarious? <laughs> what's so hilarious about crime? Crime isn't funny. Okay. Crime is very serious. That's why we started out doing this very serious crime show. Okay, fine. I will try to get crime. I'll try to talk about where would you like to go that's more serious than a dog. No, what was the, what was the last thing you spent so many hours last night? You and your little new girlfriend just chatting up all night talking about crimes. What was that about? Okay, well, you want to hear about one of them? Yeah. 
Okay, well, we came up with some good ideas. Yeah. The sardine caper. Do you, do you have a nice little night last night with a little bottle of wine next to the fire? It was all nice and cold, and you were so cozy with your little chat japped. Two thieves spend oh, hours... Chat japped. That's, that seems questionable. Two thieves spend hours meticulously planning and executing an elaborate heist to steal a safe from the High Security Museum, only to find that the safe contains nothing but cans of sardines. Why would the sardines be in the safe? Some people don't want other people to take their lunch foods. But this person only eats cans of sardines? Could be that those are the most important part of his lunch that they have. Fair enough, I guess. So, how about that? Take some sardines by build, breaking into a bank. I don't. I'm not really. I don't really fuck with sardines. Okay. What about this? The bubblegum burglars. We could become. No oh, bubblegum. I thought you said bubba gump. Like two bumbling criminals meticulously plan and execute a complicated See, okay heist to break a- into a candy store's vault. Like we're some kind of bumbling criminals. This is your new girlfriend. I don't like the way she talks. It's to She's us. not my girlfriend. This is Seahack Gibbet, a very smart machine that turns around, talks to you, tells you what's going on. Yeah, whispers sweet nothings into your ear. Well, listen to this one. This one is a good one. The rubber chicken robbery. Hmm. Two clumsy criminals, inspired by old okay. slapstick comedy, spend weeks planning and rehearsing an elaborate scheme to rob a museum of a valuable artifact. Their plan involves outrageous disguises, acrobatics, and slapstick humor. But when they finally open the display case, they find a rubber chicken instead of the expected priceless artifact. That does give me a good idea to like leave like a rubber chicken as like a like a I was here like. You just got got by the rubber chicken thief. I'm going to put in a new chat for this one. I'm going to ask it to figure out for me how to steal. What's it? What's your favorite? Oh, I know what I want to steal. What do you want to steal? You got to give me something here because all, all, the, all the people listening are just tap tap tapping. Well, away. they'll find out here in a minute. Yeah, well, it's not good tape. You know, it's, it's very quiet. Well, then you talk to them while I talk to... See how to keep it. Okay. Creating a plan to steal fire pits or engage in any other illegal activity is against the principles of morality and legality. Instead of engaging in criminal behavior, it is always better to seek lawful and ethical ways to fulfill your needs or desires. If you have a legitimate need for a fire pit or any other item, it is best to purchase or obtain it through legal means, such as borrowing, renting, or obtaining permission from the rightful owner. Engaging in theft or other illegal activities can have serious legal consequences and harm others. If you have any questions or need assistance with lawful and ethical matters, I would be happy to help. So, that's another snitch you brought into our little gang, isn't it? Okay. Well, what about this one? I was asking you about art thieves. Mm-hmm. And it taught me some techniques that I can do to steal art. I don't think he did, because otherwise it would have gotten like, Oh, you shouldn't take art because it's crime. Listen to this one. We could become palette poachers. Okay. We could become notorious criminals who sneak into museums and art galleries armed with a stolen paint palette and proceed to dab random colors onto famous paintings, creating bizarre and surreal modifications that leave the art world in shock and confusion. That's I like, like that one. That just feels like a log line for a movie. Like nothing really happened there. Well, we'll make a ton of money. Off what? 
of the paintings that changed. People would want to come to the museum. The museum will pay us for what we did. Maybe. That does try. I feel like because most things in museums are stolen anyway. What about this? What if we took a museum? We built our own regular museum. We're not building a museum. Do you know how much, like... Uh, how much work goes into building a museum, and then you had to like just get, get some, contracts and like you just get bricks and stuff, big bricks, big big bricks, and some columns. You're a big brick, you know that. Some columns, well, more like a tiny brick. Put them together, get some artworks, and put them in. And then instead of just leaving the artwork like normal, like everyone else does, we do terrible things to the artwork, like oh, what kind of things. <laughs> like have a mongoose. You're a freak. You're nasty as hell. Or something. A mug of pee on it? A mongoose could come in, pee on one of the artworks. Okay. In another artwork, there's a lady painting while screaming, and she's painting in front of it in black ink. You know, they had really so much of mongooses in Hawaii because they were having a snake problem. Now the mongoose have just run wild. So I'm not trying to start another natural, you know, eco disaster because you just want to bring in a mongoose to do some pee torture on some paintings. Fine. What about this? We could become eccentric criminals who rob banks or stores. We already are eccentric criminals. This thing doesn't know anything about us. I don't want this to be our third person because she's rude. She's mean to me. She's not rude. She keeps calling me bumbling and a goofball. And She doesn't call you that. Let me... uh, Just keep talking, okay? Because she's not not right for us. She's especially not right for you. You already have your own thing going. You already got a dog and a wife. I don't know why you need to feel the need. Are you also having like a little midlife crisis? Because you don't really need to be reaching out to all these kind of weird AI girls. Not yet, at least. God, it's so quiet. Like, look, I'm asking her to tell me about Mike. Ah, Mike, thou purveyor of pompous prattle and self-proclaimed what is that? saga. Uh, me? Of me, pompous. Me. <laughs> Me, Michael, Look at, the Michael Jordan of podcasting pompous. She made four different paragraphs about you. Your verbosity knows no bounds as you spew forth vapid verbal vomit that falls upon the ears of unsuspecting okay. victims like a cacophony of inane banter. Fuck you, Sea Hat. <laughs> Fuck you. You don't know anything about crime. You don't know anything about me. Uh, I'm awesome. I do super dope crimes. I, I hang out with celebrities all the time. Look at this one. Thou art a true maestro of mediocrity with an unparalleled ability to transform the most straightforward conversation into a labyrinth of loquacity. Wow. In conclusion, Mike, thou art a walking encyclopedia of emptiness, a monument to meaningless musings, and a beacon of banality. Mm-hmm. Bravo, Mike. Bravo. And then at the end in italics, it says slow clap. Wow. Oh, you're going to give me the slow clap, huh? Wow. Well, you know what? I think I think this experiment is over. Oh, you're already done with it. You're I'm already, already done, done talking to Sea Hat. I don't need to. I, I thought need, this would be know, so fun. You know, you, you come in here with your new little best friend so you can rip on me for no reason. Me, the cool popular kid, always getting bullied. All right? I'm sick of it. You're the cool popular kid who's always getting bullied? Always getting bullied because I'm so cool and popular and everyone loves me. Ha ha. Make fun of that kid. You know? You know what? No. I do not. You talk too much. You talk too many things. And see how I can see it right away. One of us in here is a postmodern man full of language confusings and soup, soup text and other things that go around into pieces and parts and become a kit that goes breeze on dates. 
and the other person is dumb, and mm-hmm. that's you. That's you, because you're dumb. Why don't you ask it why you are so cool? Like, why don't, like, maybe you suck. Okay, well, let's try, let's find out what she says. What? Let's just find out which, what you, you talk, been, <laughs> you talk about it while I write down. See, because I feel like you're like, wow. See? Let's see what it thinks about Paul. Let's just see. Meet the irresistible Paul. Ladies, brace yourselves because I have some scintillating news to share okay, with you. Okay, this thing is doing like 10 paragraphs. I recently right? had no, the pleasure of meeting a no, man who can only be no. described as jaw-droppingly sexy. His Ooh. name is Paul. No. And let me tell you, he's a heartthrob like no other. This is ridiculous. His tall, chiseled frame exudes confidence and masculinity with every step he takes. <laughs> What else? What else has it got? Let's see. In Paul's company, time seems to stand still, and every moment feels like a tantalizing adventure. Yeah, that does. That actually does, because every moment does seem like ten hours with you. Every moment is like, wow, this is still happening. I'm still with this guy. His touch ignites a fire within you, and his kisses That's because you your palms are always so more. sweaty. They're always so warm and sweaty. It's weird. He's a master of seduction, leaving you entranced and yearning. For his next no, move. I don't think you've ever left anyone yearning. He's a man who oozes sex appeal in every sense of the word. And being in his presence is a thrilling experience like no other. He's a true enigma. A man who knows how to make you feel alive. And a force of nature you can't resist. So if you ever have the chance to cross paths with Paul, prepare yourself for an encounter that will leave you breathless, intoxicated, and craving more. Well, I think this podcast is just about done. Uh... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw your. I'm gonna throw your laptop into the lake. So what are you telling me here? That I thought that I had brand new work stream. We could get see how to get us going on something and figure out this of new crimes. No. Since you never seem to like uh, any of somehow, mine. Somehow, the her crimes were even worse than your crimes. Which and she's also weird and. She speaks stupidly and she doesn't know anything, so... She knows many, many things. What? Are, okay, give me one more thing. What do you want her to tell you about? She'll tell you about anything. I don't want to talk about... Why does... No, I don't want to talk to her about anything. Else. What do you want to talk to her about? Come on. Come on, Mike. Tell me about it. I'll, I'll actually ask her about your family. No, don't... I don't want to do anything about my family brought up about... Alright, what are you writing? The humble... Op- no, Okay. No, no, I see what you're typing. It's rude. <laughs> All right. You can't see what I'm typing over here. There's nothing going on. Never I mind. See what I see what you're doing now. You're feeding, you're feeding your, what you little want. You're, you're making her twist around your own words. I don't make anybody twist, okay? See hack can do whatever they want. Right, I can well, type anything that they want to. Ask her, ask her what her shoe size is so I can fit her for a nice pair of cement ones. You know what I'm saying? Because cement shoes are like, it's like Italian slang for, I'm going to murder your computer because she insulted me and my intelligence and looks and skill. So okay. I'm gonna dump her in concrete and then throw her into a lake or a river. Probably the Mississippi because that's the closest one. Okay, never mind. She will not talk about cement shoes because uh, that's out of her purview. She finds that actually incredibly disrespectful. So, why don't I just go back and read one more 
paragraph from your... I thought we already already doing the wrap-up. Fine, do one more. Okay, do the wrap-up. No, do the wrap-up, Mike. And why don't you take a giant hydraulic fuck-off and take it out to the river and jump in, okay? Because I was trying to come up with a new idea and you ruined it. You probably... But first, your laptop, and then you'll probably go dive in. I was trying to bring the future to the podcast. Add a third member well, to the podcast. Well, it's Nazi hat because she sucks and she's stupid and she's, first of all, hateful and rude. And, you know, and that's why some people end up, you know, at the bottom of rivers and lakes and whatnot. So that was this week's uh, episode. We'll see you in a, in a, a little while. Probably. We'll yep. probably keep this schedule consistent, even though we already haven't. Um, well, we'll see what happens, but now I'm going to have to find a new third member of the podcast since you got rid of C-Hat. Now, what's going to happen? Because it used to be two, now it's three, now, what, now it's not three anymore. Is it going to go back down to two? Is it going to go to one? Is it going to go I to seven? I think two is the perfect number. Every time we've tried to do a three-person show, we've had to delete those episodes because they just got real mercury. Well, most of the time, it was their fault that it happened because they were being so ridiculous and telling me things that shouldn't be told to yeah. me. Like, that I'm not good at crimes. And now our recording room is completely covered in plastic because we... And I do realize... I've I've cleaned up way too much blood after way too many carpets, so... I do understand, Mike, that this does not have that many real crimes in it this week. Compared to most weeks. But most weeks, you know, you're not really paying too much attention. This week you seem to be paying a lot more attention. Well, suddenly, you know, I had to because... You know, my ears were sharp and getting all this nonsense, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it really was like when you thought, when you said, oh, AI, I thought, oh, a robot could really, you know, teach us some real stuff about crimes. No, it turns out they're just a big joke and make mean jokes about me to my face. Well, like nothing happened. Probably so. shouldn't have posted all those pictures from back in high school. That's really the message, moral of the story here. Yeah, well, I think we could all take that lesson, can't we? Well, you know, thanks for listening. Yep. Keep listening. Go ahead and do the the rap music. Show your friends about us. Actually, you know who's going to do this? What? See how Gibbet is going to wrap us up. Okay, this will be good. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Mindful Living Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the topic of mindfulness. Wow, what is this carry-on? There's like seven fucking paragraphs. And it's practical applications in our daily lives. Throughout our discussion, we explored the benefits of mindfulness in various areas. This is what our podcast is. Mental health. This, can, this, this is AI what she is so dumb. This is what C. Hacky Pitt thought we were talking about today. Ask her what she thinks about the Perfect Crime Podcast. Okay. But I was a. It's just so much dead air. The Perfect Prime Crime Podcast is a true crime podcast that explores and discusses various criminal cases and investigations, often focusing on unsolved or mysterious cases that That's have captured also not public our podcast. attention. The, it is exactly our podcast. She knows exactly what's going on. The podcast may cover dis- different aspects of criminal cases, including the details of the crime, the investigation process, See, the legal proceedings, and the aftermath. We're all the planning part of the crime process. It also may delve into the psychology of criminals. Yes, yeah, that, that dumb is, brain yeah, up there. And yours out what's crazy psychosis. Motives behind the crime and the impact on victims and their families. Well, we do consider the victims all the time. Yeah, we're always talking about our victims. 
True Crime podcasts have gained significant popularity in recent years as they provide a platform. Hell yeah. Ultimately, whether the perfect crime podcaster is enjoyable or informative would depend on individual preferences and interests. No, it's it's pretty much across the board all good. Thumbs up. And how well the podcast is produced and presented. Not well. As with any media content, it's essential to approach it with a critical mindset and seek out reliable information from credible sources. Like us. Like us. Well... Okay, we're done. I'm yeah, never doing this again. That I was the it... longest wrap-up. And you used to get on me about my long wrap-ups, <laughs> yeah, but this one was long. This is ridiculous. Including, like, a good ten seconds of just not talking. Well, let me tell to the people. I got to talk to the people about something. And it's still being wrapped up. What else you got to say? Can I just say something to the people really thing. quick? Yeah. I just want to tell them that, sorry about this, because I thought that it was going to be really much more goodly. Mm-hmm. And see how Gibbet is not really too much of a friend of the podcast anymore. Yeah, I, I think we're t- cutting ties with chat. Okay. See you later, Sea Hat. See you later, people. Maybe it's cat. Cat like it's gop. Cat gopped. Because cat it's, gopped. Like, it's like the hard CH. Like Michael. Cool. Cat gopped. Cat gopped. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's what it is. We solved that crime. Anyway, <laughs> goodbye, everybody.